0: Welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham, and this is not a drill. Tottenham Hotspur have kept a clean sheet. I repeat, this is not a drill. It happened. God knows how, but it happened. Four nil over Leeds, Bielsa then sacked. Uh, I promised on Friday I'm not going to go back on to we're in the top four race again, uh, and I'm not going to, but it was a healthy win and a good win, helped by some bizarre Leeds defending and tactics, which we'll get into. Joined by Justin again. How are you doing, Justin? yeah not
1: too bad Chris thank you very much for having me on
0: oh, my pleasure thanks so much for coming on hopefully Tommy will be on uh, a bit later uh yeah so hopefully he'll come come on uh, in the next five ten minutes 15 minutes or so uh blue podcast uh, on the chat uh, thanks for the support and the comments everybody in the chat everybody who's watching thank you so much uh, please hit the like please hit the subscribe and then hit that notification bell that will let uh, give you an alert uh, when we're going live all helps the channel 192 subscribers at the moment really want to get those extra eight and get on to 200 uh, really appreciate all the support Uh, Let's get into it. Uh, We'll start with this. Kane and Son, record breakers. It's been coming for a little while, uh, but finally, in terms of goals and assists to each other, they're now uh, ahead of anyone else in the Premier League, Drogba and Lampard, uh, uh, a few others I can't remember offhand, although Sheringham and Anderton were in there as well. But uh, Kane and Son, record breakers. We'll talk about their individual performances in the Leeds game in a bit. Uh, But thoughts on their record-breaking performance yeah, on their record that they've broken.
1: Well, to to be fair, it is just a, a phenomenal achievement. I think the only sad part that you would put with it is the fact that they don't have the trophies to to go with it, which they should do. You know, they, they have they very much between them have been the, you know, two of the linchpins of what Tottenham have been and, and what Tottenham have been possibly able to um Achieve, you know, in terms of the multiple top four finishes, getting to um, finals. Although it was a shame that we didn't have the um, the VAR that they had at Goodison Park for our Champions oh, League final. I can't, really, I can't better, believe
0: that. that that was that absolutely. was shocking beyond belief. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, but what they've done between them, you know, has I I, I just think it it's something that Tottenham. It's it's wonderful that Tottenham have had the opportunity to watch these two players over the years, and I know that we've seen both of them go through dry spells. But you just look at—I mean—that goal at the end, the the the, four, the one that that broke the record—it just summed everything up. The and it also summed up what we what we've spoken about when Kane drops deep. When you know is is that person bombing forward, is giving him that ball that he can play out. And it was inch perfect. It really, yeah. really was. And and it, and it showed Doherty how to do it when um, he had the, the the similar sort of chance. So, you know, they've been doing it for, for year on year for us. And as I say, you know, you, you now, though, see that hopefully with having a world class manager there as well in Conte with players that, Mean that we're not so reliant. I think that's the only the only thing I find saddening isn't just the fact that the lack of trophies, but when we've had partnerships like that, you know, when we had, um, you know, I think it was Sheringham and Armstrong, you know, um, going back, and you had Keen and Berbatov, you know, we've we had some wonderful um, strikers over the years and partnerships and things like that that have been sensational, and yet we've got one trophy to show for it, and and they. Deserve better from from yeah. my aspect. So, you know, well done to to both of them. You know, fantastic talent and wonderful that they are both still in spur shirts. We just have to hope now that the the next ten or twenty um, contributions that they give will be ones that will actually lead to success on the pitch because it shouldn't just be individual honours I mean I, I can't think of the amount of individual honours that our players have got but yet haven't won anything in terms of from a team perspective <laughs> which seems absolutely crazy but no well done to them both two fantastic players and hopefully now with having Conte with this backing that hopefully will be coming and and what we're seeing I know we'll come on to it but what we're seeing at Kulisevsky yeah
0: yeah very impressive become, his goal was superb We'll get onto that a bit later. Stunning it was. Yeah.
1: So I think from that aspect, you know, if we can have more people chip in, it's one of the things that as has always always been a, a difficulty is we don't it's been rare that we've had three or four strike or three or four players getting at least 10 to 15 goals. I think you know, we had it in the early part of Pochettino with um Kane Son and, and Ali, and I think um Chadley, I think he he hmm. he able to do that as well. But we haven't, um, you know, very rarely do we have that many players chipping in with like 10, 15 goals a season. And that's what needs to change. And I think what we what we will come on to in the game is what we saw, which was looks like potentially more contribution, which will make Tottenham more of a, a threat going forward.
0: Yeah, I'd... Definitely helped with who we were playing. Again, You know, the same three were oh, up front yeah. against Burnley and, and they had their tactics spot on. I mean, uh, we would definitely help by Leeds tactics and NBLs has been sacked afterwards. Uh, the, the, the tactics were mind boggling, really, especially on match of the day when he's in, he's, he does his interview and his interpreter says uh, we knew how Tottenham would play. I couldn't believe that at all, and and I know there were a few Leeds players who were following uh, the lights of Kane and Kulisevsky around, but Sun for me, I've never seen the guy play so deep. Mm. And, uh, it was just schoolboy stuff. I mean the 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 Doherty chance that then Sun had a chance for, and it was blocked uh, by the defender. All he does is move inside, <laughs> Ailing, I think it was, who's just following him around like like, uh, like like a stalker creates so much space and it's an easy pass for Kane and Doherty should have done better and then Sun should have done better afterwards. But I mean, Sun was playing so deep, aliens following him, leaving so much space, you know, and, and then, you know, Kane coming deep, no one really tracking him back. You know what Kane's going to do.
1: I mean, I mean, th- it, to-
0: I mean you, you've got to put your chances away.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the-
0: uh, uh, but I mean, the leads tactics and, and then Bielsa being sacked. I mean, he's been brilliant for the league. He's been brilliant for the league attacking player lead. You know, he's got leads back into the division when countless of managers haven't been able to. So he does deserve a lot of credit for that. But I mean, the tactics were just absolutely crazy. How are you doing, Tommy? All good, mate. But yeah, I mean, what do you think of the tactics, Justin? Uh, Specifically ailing following sun all around the pitch and then sun just drifting out of the way. So that there's so much space time and time again. I, I mean, I, I think I was uh,
1: yeah, I was on your show Friday, and I was talking about it, and and I said to
0: you after
1: doing all things Tottenham, I I, I said I thought we would get a hat full of of goals because anyone who had watched the Burnley game would have seen how to play Tottenham. You know, you know, sitting deep, you know, breaking up the play, making it awkward, not letting them get behind, you know, making it really sort of almost like a dirty game, you know, Burnley made it very sort of um, dirty. They didn't They didn't really give Tottenham any sort of opportunities or, or, or anything like that. So it just came down to, you know, just a pure aggression, I think, on the pitch, which is where Burnley came out because they, they needed, they wanted it more. I don't think they needed more. They wanted it more than we did. And that's where I think it came to. With Leeds, I, I knew we would win. I knew he would win because you would never, no one, and I'm telling you this now, possibly bar City, bar the top four or maybe top six, no one else would play that way against Tottenham. They just wouldn't. Okay. And the reason that Bielsa plays that way is because he believes in attacking philosophy. We've seen um, the Pochettino, uh, you know, raved about him, we've seen Guardiola rave about him, we've seen the good things of it. The the problem is, and it's quite interesting because you look at Guardiola and you look at Pochettino, one of the things you would say you could potentially be critical of them is not having a plan B. You know, what they've been very lucky with is that when they go with plan A, they've got great players to do it, but under Pochettino, there, there wasn't, there was a lot of times Tottenham would struggle to break teams down. They would sit deep. They would sort of say, right, come on then, break us down. And Bielsa is where I think they got that from, which isn't a bad thing because, you, you know, as I say, we've seen with Leeds, we've seen some wonderful games, we've seen, be- you know, football, and it's nice to see Leeds back in the Premier League. But the definition, as I, said, I think I said before, the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and <laughs> expecting a different result. And the fact was, it didn't take a rocket scientist to work out how to beat Leeds. It was a case of just wait for them to come forward in numbers, which they did. You know, Kane could potentially, you know, let Kane come deeper. The others go forward, whip the ball forward, you're going to score, you know. And that is what we saw, you know, the ball that Winks passed out to Sess and just carved them straight open, the ball from Kane (laughs) over the top. You know, it wasn't even difficult
0: hitting. it wasn't a difficult pass that from winks Not was that, it that i mean didn't... it's just a schoolboy could play that part absolutely yeah. and, crazy. and and to be
1: fair there was just i mean you know i think in the last five games they've they've conceded 20 goals you knew you were gonna score i think the only thing which i mean okay Lloris did try and help them but to be fair the only thing that they didn't score was would do was score which was the most surprising mm-hmm. part but I, I sad that he had to go, but the problem was, is that you can't try and play that type of football, no disrespect with that type of players. They haven't got the quality. If he was at Tottenham, he could have got away with it, perhaps at Tottenham. If he was at City, he could get away with it with City. That's why we've seen them do that. You know, PSG do it as well. But at Leeds... When you are sitting there and you are up, and you've got Dan James up top, I like Dan James. I think he's he's a really good player. And if Leeds do go down, I think it, Tottenham should definitely go and snap him up. I wanted him when he went to Leeds, but he is not he's not a striker, so you can't play that way. You know you you've got to almost sometimes think a point isn't a bad option, and that, and that wasn't in the philosophy. It was a case of three points or nothing. So Tottenham, to their credit. They didn't get, um, you know, they didn't sort of collapse. They didn't crumple. They sort of let Leeds do what we knew we were going to do. And then she picked them off. And sure enough, it could have been six or seven by that point. So it's sad to see him go, but a change did need to be made. But from what I did um, read, I can't believe that that's now the third um, manager we've got sacked.
0: (laughs) Well, um, not move, not including um, our own ones, you mean? Yeah, not well, no, no, Luno not and, including
1: because um, <laughs> the Watford manager uh, got sacked, Steve Bruce mm. got sacked, and now um, Bielsa's got sacked. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we've got Everton yeah. next, and it's a good job that Benitez still isn't there because he probably wouldn't last much longer. No, nah. I think five managers,
2: I think five or six managers will have Watford on their CV as they go through five or six uh, managers a season don't they look at
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of comments here before we uh, get your thoughts on the game Tommy Simply Ace how you doing buddy a perfect game for Tottenham playing a team that gives you all the space in the world Dr Leeds for us uh, Mark Cousins how you doing Mark Leeds were the worst team we've played uh, Simply Ace goes on to say, this season, Leeds are not scoring enough goals. Oh, it doesn't help when Patrick Bamford's been in, injured mm. for a long time. And their defence is shocking. Conceded 60 Premier League goals already. And it really doesn't help if Calvin Phillips isn't there in that midfield to help mop mm. stuff up. And audio, Artisan, evening chaps. How are you doing? Uh, thanks so much yes, for watching. Mate. Thanks so much for everyone in the uh, chats and, and watching. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. I need eight more subscriptions uh, or subscribers, sorry, to get to the 200 uh, but Tommy, before we are, uh, get on to uh, uh, Leeds tactics, just a quick word. Uh, we've already discussed Kane and Son record breakers. Finally, I mean, it was always going to come when they were one or two off the record. Now, finally, and what a goal to uh, cement that 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 record! Uh, yeah, uh, just a word on on those two.
2: Yeah, crazy. I just done a stream and I was sort of like I dissected the whole game, everything that happened, and that. Um... Yeah, that came past. That came past to Sonny it was it? Probably summed. It pretty much summed that relationship up. Um, what I couldn't believe was I done a stream last night, and I was uh, I was like, how many goals did they score last season? Because last season itself was incredible to be in a team as pragmatic as Joe says, and to, and to score the goals they did, and for Kane to get you know top assist maker and top goal scorer was incredible, and a lot of that was down to Son as well. So that's where you know that's really where it came together. Seventeen combinations last season, and it, God knows how many this season. It really has, the last year and a half or so, they really have come together. And, and it, as you say, it was, absolute, it was a matter of time. maritime. of time. Um, It could be a threesome now, though. It could be a threesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about, about it later. So that,
0: that, that goal was He's superb. Right. Uh, but, I mean, uh, uh, we were helped by some Leeds tactics and defending, which uh, is just non-league at <laughs> best. I mean, Son, the 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 appreciation of space and, and 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 intelligence of him. I mean, he 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 created a lot of space just by buggering off out of the way. Like, and, and Ailing was just following him around like a kid, you know, looking after, uh, uh, chasing his hero. They don't I mean, press.
2: Just, yeah, leads don't press. Yeah. They man mark. The, yeah. the only thing they they man mark. As soon as the man's got the ball, they'll go. They'll head towards the man, yeah. and they'll leave everybody else. So it's it's yeah. a man marking system. You need a lot of energy to do it. The team needs a lot of fitness, and Bielsa did integrate that into Leeds. A hell of a lot of fitness when they were in the championship the two years they were there. You know, they had, I mean, Ailing. you mentioned Aileen, was an average championship player. Stuart Dallas, championship player, turned them into Premier League stars. I mean, Leeds finished ninth last season. Very good yeah, first Ka- season. Calvin
0: Phillips as in well. In the Premier
2: League. Phillips, yeah. I mean, Phillips was young, so he could, he would have eventually developed, you could imagine. But it was 25, 26, Dallas was 27, 28 when he turned them around. So um, it's incredible. But um, yeah, Calvin Phillips was up and coming. He was good in the championship. They missed him yesterday, didn't they? But look, they miss, they I, I don't want to keep them. using that as an excuse. I don't want to keep using that as an excuse. You know, Leeds were missing. Okay, they're they're missing their striker Banford They're missing the midfielder Phillips and they're missing their captain, Liam Cooper. But it's their own fault. They don't sign yeah. depth. They don't go with depth. Bielsa likes keeping 12 or 13 players that he can rely on and he doesn't really care about the 11 players that don't. And when they come in, they're awful. They're not very good. And that's what we
1: saw with the defence yesterday. They're not on the same wavelength whatsoever. That, to be fair, though, if you remember, that's what Pochettino was like. He he liked a very thin squad and, and that sort of was OK for the first part of a season. But as we saw towards the end, we would always start tailing off and we were never able to compete in bigger more and more competitions. And he was, was his right mentor, up. wasn't he? And, and Bielsa yeah. was
2: Pochettino's <laughs> mentor. So it made it made a lot of sense, but that's what you. But he never really wanted the signings, Pochettino as well. You could argue you know? because this is this is one of the things. And I am not a Levy supporter at all. But when we say Levy didn't support Pochettino, he didn't really want to be supported in a lot of ways, as we just said. He liked that small squad to work with. But it does come it does come against you, as you say at the at the end of seasons. It can it can work against you, especially. Uh, that that those fitness levels, especially when you're playing in Europe as well, mm. um, can come back to haunt you. But Leeds done it in a 46 game season in the championship. It doesn't get harder than that. So they can yeah, do it they week in, week out. But a, they lose one or two. There. They lose one or two say. players. They lose one or two players, they're, they're in big, big trouble. As you said, Daniel James up top's not good enough right. in front of Bamford. No, no chance. Against us in the first game, let's remember we sneak past at home against Leeds. We to say
1: one of the things that we did find, and as I said it was reminiscent when we had Pochettino. Is as you just said, when you start to lose two or three players, you're then in a situation where you are down to having to go back to the reserves and you
0: played
1: five or ten games, haven't even come off the bench. You know, if you remember, with yeah, Pochettino, exactly. it was which we're still seeing. Kane, I mean, Conte joked about it, but we came with one leg. Um, Will still play, and, and you're sitting there and thinking. But this
2: yeah, is part of 25. You need minutes in your league, legs as a player at a Premier League level. If you don't have those minutes in your legs, and and it's six months into the season, you've got 15 games left. There's going to be problems because this is the best yeah. league in the world. This is the best level in the I world. Mean, d- d- and, I mean, don't get me wrong. And, 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 well, look, look at the free games. Look at the three games they've had. If they're going to come undone, you know, concede four against Man United, six against Liverpool, and us. We've got we've got a great attack. Let's face it. You know, we have yeah. got a great attack. So 14 goals in three games. That's they're in trouble. They're, they're, they're in big, big trouble. They've had injuries, but I don't feel sorry for him for that reason alone. He wants to work with a small squad. So, you know, live by the sword, I die think, by I the sword. I think
1: to be I think to be fair, the the, the league the league table doesn't lie, and they mm. were in a situation where they would have gone down because that football yeah. was just not it was lovely to watch, it really was. As a neutral it was beautiful football to watch, you know, you knew you could have watched a fantastic game with whoever it was that Leeds were playing but you knew full well that if you were the team facing Leeds, as I thought when we faced them, we're going to score because if we can't score against absolutely. Leeds, we can't score against nobody. Absolutely.
0: Sorry, Chris. So I, I was just going to say Leeds had chances and they could have easily got a couple of goals on another day. I just think if they had got a couple of goals, we'd have just turned it up and scored another couple ourselves because it was so wide open. And, and Bielsa, of a match of the day, Tommy said. Uh, well, his interpreter said, "We knew how. Yes, interpreter said. you know how Tottenham are going to play, which is Kane coming deep and passing through balls into space, don't allow the bloody space. Uh, it's just. Uh, I mean, I feel sorry for him a little bit, but it's his own fault, really. He, he it's a yeah, man marking system.
2: The, they can't change. They can't yeah, change it in just a week. He's Not
0: adapted to, to at all. Gone toe to toe with us, and and yeah, they could have scored a few goals, but I think." Oh, I, I couldn't believe how wide open it's stubbornness. it was. Really. It it, it, was just...
2: It's stubbornness, but
0: yeah. they're not going to be
2: able to change that. If you're doing it for three and a half years, if you, if you if you can see ten goals against Liverpool, Man United, you're not going to be able to go right. Let's get rid of Man Market. Let's let's uh, go it's back. Like Twenty no, zonal. goals in four games, open play, Let's go zonal. It's not gonna. It's it's not yeah. gonna work. So. It's he's, Stuck with his stubbornness. He's stuck with his stubbornness. Twenty and
0: goals in four games or five games. I mean, how oh, many goals madness. do you have to concede to think but, mm, something? But we, as, we should change. have conceded oh, goals. Oh. We were yeah, very we'll fortunate come on to not that to in concede. A bit, but, uh, couple of right. comments and uh, Mark Cousins. Uh, Kane's pass for Son was like Hoddle. Uh, Matthew McAllister, yeah. how you doing, buddy? Love the analysis. Uh, thanks so much for the support. Simply Ace again. Kane, one of the best passes in world football, has a wide range of passing, which he does perfection. Only Kevin De Bruyne can match that. I struggle to disagree with that. Uh, Audio Artisan, it's a bit gutted we didn't get to see Divine or White in the second half. That's true. And it was a shame that uh, uh, Scarlett only got about four minutes as well. Uh, He's making some nice runs when game was done there. And then simply ace, leads to the definition of suicide <laughs> football. Uh, but we come on, uh, uh, Justin. Kulu. Lovely solo goal. I I, I didn't realise he had that strength. Uh, I'm still not sure if he put the ball underneath the guy's legs or the guys thought he's taken a touch and run over it. But the finish, I'm not sure if he's given the keeper the eyes, but the keeper and I thought certainly he was going to go far post and he swung it in near post, caught him unawares. But brilliant solo goal and just we've got a player there. We've got a player there. And certainly in the Man City game, looked like he'd been playing McCain and Son for years. I mean that front three now is set. And Mora, unfortunately, I like Mora, but he's 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 on the bench now if those three are fit and, and a few others as well. Uh Bergvine. But yeah, cool. obviously quiet game against Burnley, but then not a huge amount of people had had a good game in that going forward. Uh but yeah, I mean what a player we've got there potentially.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a massive fan of, of Lucas Mora. I think the difficulty with him is that he's very much, um, you know, down the middle. What can he do around the middle area behind the striker or in the midfield? He'll do a few tricks and then he can, you know, he doesn't. He's not somebody, you know, I don't think I can ever remember seeing Lucas Moura going down the right on the right hand side and whipping a ball in. You know, we haven't had anybody for quite a while who's able to, to do that and the the bits that i've that i've seen so far from kudicevsky i think you know we a lot of people were, were raving a lot about benton but i i thought that that wasn't so much of an issue you know when skips back we know it's probably going to be it was going to be Skip and Hoy-Vierg. having benton gives us now a different option whether you have a combination of the two or you go all three. I think it will just be nice, hopefully, that the club realise that Harry Winks is not for this level. Um, but we could make some money off of him in, in the summer. But to me, Kulisevsky, I felt, was the more important one. Because we saw, without him, the ball was going to Emerson Royale to to, to get the ball in. And all we saw from everybody was just dropping back, say go on then you're not going to get a decent ball in, so we'll let you have it. And it just meant that we were, we were almost being sort of, everything was either having to come down from the son side or through the middle, which then didn't give us up any other sort of options. I think with Kulisevsky, what we're now seeing is, and I mean, he's got his assist against City where he's put the ball in on a, on a, you know, on a silver platter almost for, for Kane to get his head to. Um, and, That goal against Leeds, and again, I I still find it strange that he's now he's now um, scored more goals than the Celso has. Mind you, I don't (laughs) think that was going to be too difficult to to do. But two goals, yeah, two goals, yeah. But but the thing that I loved about that goal more than anything was his hunger, his desire. You know, he's not, he's not sort of somebody who's going to be bullied. He was someone who wanted it, who knew there was an opportunity to get the ball, to get in there. And I think what it does do is it puts you in a a situation of you don't know what he's going to do. It's that unpredictability that we have lacked so much. You know, we've got it down the side with Son, but with Kulisevsky, we've got somebody there who, and I think that's the reason that he... Got Melier, you know that was sort of down that side. Was because it's like, are you going to whip the ball in? Are you going to pass it? Are you going to smash it to the other corner, or are you going to put it in there? It opens up to so much more that he can do. And to be fair, I, from what I've seen of him so far, this is a player who, for me, suits the Premier League. You know, he, he's got the, the the you know the the bulk for it. He's he he's got the control. He can you know he's got the creativity, the variety. So I think what that does do is it means that if he can, with Son, when Kane is dropping deep, can work on the whole, right, we go above, we go forward, Kane's got far more options, you know, and, and I think that helps. I also think it helped, you know, and he's got a lot of criticism, but I think it did help with Doherty as well, because mm. for me, that's the best performance I've seen Matt Doherty put in in a Spurs shirt. You know, he was getting forward. He was giving Kane more options, and it was lovely to see. You know, Sesignol getting down the left um, and putting that ball pretty much on a plate for for, mm. for Dorothy to say, to score. The bit that is now interesting is the fact that the club are talking about giving um Cessignan a a new deal. So it'll be interesting to see what their plans are for Regulon. Yeah,
0: uh, just one comment, uh, Mick S. Uh, with Kulu, Kane needs to drop deep. With Lucas, he can stay up since Lucas can progress the ball and pass in Kane. But I think it, with Kulu, it's far better with Kane deep because we don't have a playmaker. Mm. Uh, but, Tommy, with, with Kulu, two things I particularly like about him. The first one is a lot of people are criticised his lack of pace. Uh, but as we've seen against City and certainly this one, his first thought when he gets the ball is to face a, face a defender because then he can use his trickery. And, and quick feet to get a yard and, and whip a ball in or get a shot in, um, and, and that pretty much goes into simply acs. May not be the quickest, looks very good technically, and his finish was excellent. Looks very tricky player and plays without fear, which most players need to learn from. And the second thing, certainly on his goal, was Kane was screaming for it, and it would have been very easy, being that it's how he came for someone to pass it to Kane for Kane to finish it. But he was no, I'm not having any of that. I'm going to finish it. So he, he takes. Response. He looks like he takes responsibility and he knows his strengths and his weaknesses, his weaknesses being his quickness, but his strengths being his quick feet and looks to play like that. And and yeah, what have you made of him so far? Yeah, I mean, uh, I watched
2: quite a lot of Serie A. Uh, he didn't score a great deal of goals for Palmer or Juventus, quite frankly. But um, he didn't get a great many uh, opportunities at Juventus either. Uh, the, 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 the thing with the transfer is that Juventus is struggling. And you look at it and you think, well, why, why would they loan this player out? Why would they sell Ben There's there's a reason for it. But um, as Justin said, they might just you know, he might be just very well suited to the Premier League, and some players are. And it wasn't cheap, it was 31 million pounds. Juventus spent 31 million pounds on this guy when he was 19. So there's pedigree there, they invested in pedigree. We've seen we've seen it early on, but we've got to be very, very careful. We've got to be very, very careful about two games. It's it's as simple as that. Because I saw it with Bergwijn when he first came and he scored three or four in his first six games. Everyone was like, wow, 25 million. This guy's 50 million. So we got to be we got to be careful. Um, he was outstanding against Man City. Uh, but we were allowed to drop very deep against Man City. Leeds, you can do anything. You can drop deep. You can stay high. You can do what you want. And you're still going to look good. So, um, But but Kuliseski is his ball control as well. He's very, very good on the ball. Very good. Uh, smart on the ball as well without having to come off the byline inside. That's, that's key. That's key to be good on the ball when you're not always going to be able to beat your man and get stronger opposition. And I'm seeing that. Decision-making's good. And obviously coming off the flank. I've done a visual on that, on the opening goal, right? And I'll tell you what, it's crazy. We talk about the man marking. It's never more, it was never more prevalent than Kulisewski. Four Leeds players going towards him on the corner flag. It was on the corner flag. Yeah. They left three players uh, unmarked, Doherty, Kane and and, and another. Uh, so, he got through, he played a 1-2 to Doherty. This is how high Doherty was, by the way. He was yeah. right up there. He was, he was a, like an attacking right winger. He played the 1-2 with Kul- uh, kuliseski yeah, came took in, all of those smashed it bottom right. Smashed it bottom right. Smashed it bottom right. But we've got to remember, that's not going to happen against most teams. Four players on him and he was able to get through. Uh, but it was it was good play. And um, as as someone said, yeah, uh, Kane was on the outside of the box when he, when he shot... Came um, was on the outside of the box, unmarked as well. <laughs> That's just <how> so <laughs> stupid. Um, so he could have, he could have had that option, but he's confident, confident boy. Even in the two sub appearances, he looked, he looked, he looks happy with. um, He looked confident in himself. There were little bits against Brighton where he looked like he wasn't confident off the ball, but or on the ball, but off the ball, he looks at home. He looks very much at home. He doesn't look rushed. He looks content. And I like that. What we see off the ball and uh, outside of the games is important. Sometimes, good against Man. Very relaxed. Very good on the ball against Man City. Excellent yesterday. And second half, he done it again. He came inside, smashed it bottom right against Meslier. Meslier made a fantastic save. He thunderbolted that into the bottom right as well. Um, so it's a weird place to go for for a winger to hit it into the bottom right near post because you'd expect most k
0: keepers to save it. Well, he done it twice I think most keepers expect- Well, I think yeah. most keepers expect you to go far post and he's caught him unawares a little bit there, possibly giving him the eyes with going for far post and then whipped it. And he's done it the- again. He
2: done it again in the second half, and Mesley had to pull off a really good save because that was in the bottom right corner. That was in the bottom right corner. So we see it's good signs, good signs from Kulisevsky. Early days, early days. We'll give judgment in a month's time, six weeks, after he's played quite a few games. I think that's the best time to really, really judge a player. But, you know, signs early on are fantastic.
0: Yeah. What do you think of his um, kind of combinations with um, Kane and Son? So, certainly against Man City, that was far more prevalent. The, the, the combinations were more with the Leeds defenders because they were the, <laughs> the closest ones to him against Leeds. Uh, but, yeah, I've, yeah, I mean, we potentially got a good threesome there up top. Uh, certainly that will... I mean, it's not at this moment in time. It's not going to be combating uh, Mane, Salah, Firmino, and, and things like that. But it's looking very promising at the moment. But I do get your point. It need to be not reserved, but uh, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, he started me two games. Maybe a little bit. He started. The reality is, he started two games. So yeah, we have to be. We have to be very, very careful. Um, because you don't want to torture yourself you don't want to torture yourself especially. <laughs> uh, and he's still young we've got to give him time because if he doesn't score in the next three games it doesn't mean he's a terrible signing because he doesn't no. score in the next three games you know so um, you've got to give the, the guy time to settle and what we've seen so far is very very good
0: even without scoring his goals he's, he's good on the ball good, good ball control and a good brain yeah uh, simply Ace has said uh, he's younger than Brian Hill by two months uh, that's two good young players we've got Hill is still with us um yeah, cursed in the chat. How are you doing, cursed? And uh, never tired of seeing this, Bob. Oh, Bobby. In the chat. Kulu plays with maturity. Seems to have full knowledge of how Conte wants him to play. Looks a real asset. Big love, lads. Right back at you, Bob. Uh, great to see you in the chat. Uh, but yeah, for, uh, was he twenty one? Seems to know exactly what's required. He looks
2: older than twenty one, doesn't he? He looks <laughs> thirty at least to me. Like yeah. he, a strong uh, lad
0: as well. And uh, yeah, Ricky Villa. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good, Ricky. How are you? Your name's not Ricky, actually. Jens. How are you doing, Jens? Jens. I'm good. Thank we've you. Got for the, we've got
2: the big people. Thank we've got the watching. big people here now. Curse Bob Spur, yeah. Jens. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thanks so much for watching and uh, uh, getting involved in the uh, chats. Uh, for the first goal, Justin, a Wink Sessignon Doherty goal combination. That is not a misprint. <laughs> that actually happened. I, I watched the game and watched the replays, and that's what happened. Uh, what, what I loved is it. It was all so simple. These are three players that have uh, have been criticised recently and vitally so. Uh, and, and you could be forgiven to try and do something too 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 difficult to go look what I can do, and then that gets remembered. But Winks's pass—it was the only pass on—played it into Cessnyon's path. on could have quite easily tried to you know take the defender on and get into the box, but saw Doherty. Just a simple pass inside and then a finish. Three passes, leads done, one nil. Uh, we we can talk about Winks Is that is this is he gonna kick on from here? But we've been saying that for about three seasons. Uh Doherty is the one who could kick, kick on from here because he's against Emerson, which oh, yeah. he's another one that kind of uh, a bit like Marmite, you either love him or hate him. And Cessignon, I don't know where Vegion yeah, is. Does anyone is,
2: actually love Emerson? Well, I want to see the people
0: that love Emerson. Like... I'm sure there will be some. I'm sure there will be some. Oh, uh, maybe. And and Cessignon is obviously against Reguilón. I'm not sure where Reggion is. He did have COVID, but there's talk that Real Madrid won him back. And like you said, Justin, Cessignon may be getting a new deal. So certainly he could kick on. But, I mean, what did you make of that goal? And, I mean, it's probably going to be repeating what we already said. Leeds were so open. But in terms of those three and their performance, and particularly the last two, Cessignon and Doherty, although you said... Doherty, best performance. He should have scored later on, but the, the run he made was there. You know, that they, they say as strikers, don't they? He's not a striker, but they say as strikers, the time to worry when you're not scoring is when you're not getting the chance, that means you're not making the run. So he's not losing any confidence on that aspect. But what did you make of those three, in particular, the 2 fullbacks.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we have to, I think, take Winks's performance with a pinch of salt here, because... What you've got to be looking at is and and if you if and I you know I sort of watched you know back on match today and they sort of analyzed how much space he had to to, to make the pass, which Mm. I think what we've got to remember is is that you're not gonna get that space within with most other teams. They're gonna at least either press you quicker or they're gonna, you know, try and, and, and sort of restrict you having much time on the ball. I think the fact of it was that he had so much time. To, to make the pass, I'm surprised you didn't just stop the ball, go and have a cup of tea, come back on, and then pass the ball out <laughs> to Sessions because that's yeah. it. Was scary how much time he had. So it was, you know, you've got to make the pass, you can't criticize, you can't just say, Oh, because it was Leeds, like you know, you have to give red credit where credit's due. I think with Winks, though, that we're not going to see him kick on. I think what we have seen is that uh, his level is the Premier League. But I think it's of a level of say a, a Brighton or a, or a Southampton or a Leicester or somebody of that sort of level, maybe Everton, where you're you know you're going to be playing those sort of games and there's not going to be as much of a, the microscope on your performance, especially as we've got better players, Hoybjerg, Skip and Bentoncourt, Those three should mean that. Wings doesn't get in that team and they would still do the same job, if not better with, um, with Sessegnon, I think what we're starting to see, not just from Conte, but from Sessegnon himself is this sort of, I want to give you time. I want to give you an opportunity. I think you can make this role your own. Now I've heard the same rumors about Real Madrid coming back in for Regulon. For myself. um, I don't have a problem with that. I think that that I think the deal is is, is it sort of like twenty million on top of what we are fifteen. No, sorry, fifteen million. That was it, fifteen million pounds on top of what we spent. And I think we spent about. 20, it's going two, to be forty. Million, if they I want think. it back, yeah. If they want him it back, it's forty million. It's yeah. 40 million so million to me, I do not see that being a problem. I think that would make sense, you know. And, and I think that's what Conte's looking at is. Let's not forget, you know, we there isn't going to be a war chest in the summer. We know that he is going to have to be clever with what he does. And I think he's looking at Cessignon as a player. He can convert. He can make him the left wing back. He can make it his own. So if he does have to sell Regulon, that's 40 million quid. And he can still keep Ben Davies. You know, I don't. Ben Davies isn't the best option out there, but Conte relies on him. So I think the fact of his versatility around the left centre-back or left-back or left-wing-back means that he is an option you want to keep for any of those positions. So I think that is what we'll see there going forward. And, yeah, OK, again, it was against Leeds, but he didn't do, a, you know, the the, 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 the sort of the through ball to Doherty um, was was brilliant. It, it, it really was. But... Coming on to Matt Doherty, I, I personally think this is a guy playing for his future at the club because, you know, he he absolutely has got an opportunity to do that. I don't think from what I've seen and I think Conte's given him plenty of chances in terms of Emerson. But time and time again, we haven't seen enough. And I know that people, I've heard this before, where people say he's a young player, you've got to give players time and things like that. But I actually find that really annoying. And the reason I find that annoying is because Manchester City don't sign players so that they become what they should be in 18 months' time. Liverpool didn't sign Luis Diaz. Now, because they thought, oh, he'll be good for it in a season and a half's time. They bought him because he'll be good now, and he is. You know, you look at all the players, the top club side, they sign them so they can drop into the squad from wherever they are and do it now. And that is the part. That oh, can we attract now. those players? But can we but attract if, those players? But this is where I think if, Con- if Conte is clever enough. The answer to that is yes, because if you look at it, if you look at the players that we've got, let's not forget there was talk of two centre-backs being needed. And Dyer has made that middle centre-back position his own, you know. So I think when you look at it, I mean, yes, you could say three or, you know, because it, it depends what he does. But let's not forget, you know, we've got players that you can get off the books and get money for. I think they would still get some money for Sanchez. I think they would get money for Roden. So you could get those players out. But technically, what they will want is a left-sided centre-back who can come in and hit the ground running. And also, not only that, there are still a lot of freebies that are available in the summer. So you're not talking about... You've got to spend 50, 60, 70 million pounds. You just got to do what Tottenham don't seem to have a problem with here is offering big contracts. You know, they've offered, they've got a deal on the table for Tabala, they've got a deal on the table for Kessie. You know, there are players out there. If you look at the players potentially, I mean, I look at it quite a lot, the uh, the freebie ones that are coming up in the summer, and there are plenty there that Tottenham could take. And if they could get two or three. You know, I mean, like, I I like Andrews Christensen of Chelsea. And he's going to be a freebie. He would also, I think, if I recall, he comes under homegrown as well. Because I think that's the reason they want to keep Sessegnon, because he's homegrown. That helps reduce that. And then that means that there's more money available to go and get a world-class player. So I think if Conte can make players work, like Sessegnon, and then potentially sell the likes of Winks. Darty, he's got he's got what is it? I think about 10. No, we were on 20, we've got 14 games left, haven't we? I think we're on 24. So like we got, that, yeah, yeah we've got 14 games left. He has now got a golden opportunity to determine if he's got a future at the football club because he did it okay today, but he wasn't that great against um, he's not been that great this season, and he's not been great really. For since he's been here. So I think we have to take one game at a time with him to see if this was a flash in the pan or is he going to make that right wing back position his own? Because if he is, brilliant. Saves us even more money.
0: Yeah, uh, a couple of comments. Bob first saying... <clears throat> so, excuse me. Sess and Doherty have had one good game versus a side who gave them space galore. It's all about showing the same intent versus Everton and Man United. And then Aaron and Mark have gone a bit over the top and got a bit carried away. We call him Dohertino now. Uh, Mark's gone with Doherty Kane. Uh, Aaron saying he's the Irish Cafu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can uh, we Simply get taxis
1: Ace. Taxis for these ones No chance yeah. I'm sorry I, I think they're more what Tongue in cheek I, I, I,
0: yeah. I, I, I think they're Tongue in cheek Simply Ace Remember yeah. Kirakez
2: Kira Remember Kirakez Before he came The Romanian Maldini <laughs>
0: oh, the Romanian Maldini <laughs> Simply Ace said Doherty scored one goal Assisted two Compared to Emerson Who assisted one goal Doherty has rarely played Says it all about Emerson This season Doherty is a pretty good Wing back at best I, I think he is I mean, You don't get to where He was with Um uh, Wolves without being a good wing back, and we played him as a fullback. Uh, Ricky Veers said, uh, better than Royale at the moment. Talk about Doherty. Uh, Aaron's laughing either at uh, Ricky's comment or me uh, <laughs> telling him to get We're a taxi. T- 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, in, in terms of those two, Tommy, I mean, I, I know you're, uh, let's just say, not a fan of Emerson. We'll just say that. We'll be polite.
2: Emerson um, and Dyer. Em- Emerson and Dyer are my. my yeah,
0: uh, in, most cases, session- though. Session- strong, your- but. Yeah. Uh, in Cessignon, I'd love to see him get a run in the team. My only issue is his injury worries, and you know, say, oh, you know, like like uh, Justin said, fourteen games left. I, I can't see Cessignon playing all of them or the majority of them because I think he'll probably get injured again. But which is a real shame because he looked really good yesterday, albeit like Bob said against a team who don't believe in closing down and and Doherty played a really good game, but I, I know it's only leads, but do you think that that was an important performance by both of them? Uh, Cessna on getting an assist, Doherty getting a goal and chances as well against the poor team, just to get confidence up saying, see, I can do it if people give me space uh, now, and then hopefully now I can kick on because it looks yeah. like region's out for a little while and, and, Emerson's completely out of favour, so it looks to me like those two are the preferred fullback uh, positions. So, do you think it must it would have done their confidence a, a big shot in the arm for, for those? Certainly, that first goal in particular, and the, and the the rest of the way they played in that game.
2: Well, there's a couple. There's a couple of things. There's a couple of things. Um, with Cessignon, <laughs> it's one game, and the, and the problem with Cessignon is his injuries. He's injured all the time. So I don't think you can invest too much in him when you've, when you've got the constant, constant injuries. Him and Doherty were fantastic yesterday. And, and, and the thing you mentioned, uh, mentioned, the confidence thing, that's with the team as well. Even though it's just Leeds, 4-0 away from home, it's against a weak team, but, you know, we can uh, we can go on a bounce from here. We can drive on and hopefully win, win the next few games. Same with Sess, same with Doherty. You know, perform really well on the day. Not against the greatest team, but it could be the start. It could be the it could be the uh, the kickstart to Sessegnon's career, because he hasn't had that. He hasn't had that. Same with Doherty at wing-back. Doherty needs to be playing. Doherty needs to hold down that place for the next month. He needs to be playing week in, week out, so we can rate him. We've rated Emerson for six months. We haven't had Doherty at uh, right wing-back yet. Yeah. You know, that was the position we signed him in. Wolves we'll finished seventh, two seasons on the bouts with him in there, which is r- ridiculous, quite frankly. Getting promoted from the championship, two seventh place finishes, and whenever they played against us, he was outstanding. Dotty, he? he was no, well, bogey team then, weren't they? He was, he was absolutely outstanding. So he deserves a run at right wing back, not because he's shown anything great, but because the the competition is so poor uh, with with Emerson and whoever else is there. So he needs he needs a run for sure. Uh, back to session The thing with Reggie is, I don't think Real Madrid are going to spend anywhere near forty million pounds on Reggie. Uh, because they got Furlan Mendy left back, and he's one of the best in the world now, Furlan Mendy. So I can't see him. They, they, they don't have money anyway, Real Madrid. I can't see him spending forty million pounds. Uh, well, that, that's I mean, never
0: stopped them before. How how they're going to be getting a, a Mbappe on a wage, which is going to be about three hundred grand a week. God knows how much in the length of his contract when they're a billion pound in debt is is there anyway? That's for that's for another. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I can't see them
2: spending forty million when they've got a very good. Left back already and they've and they haven't got much money. So I don't think I I think we're okay in that regard. But yeah, I mean if we sell him, it's not the end of the world. We get the 40 million pounds. So it'd be it'd be okay. But then you say if Session takes his place, Reggie, uh from here until the end of the season, then well, he's certainly not going to go to Real Madrid, is he? If they if they've seen that Session's taking his place. So um, yeah. Uh so, uh, but but Session early days, I think he's a left winger. We signed him as a left winger. Yeah. He showed in the last third in the first 15 minutes, he put three great balls in three fantastic balls in. One of them resulted in the go from Doherty, but he put two other great balls in just in the first 15 20 minutes. In the final third, he's fantastic. We signed him as a left winger, he was outstanding. That's why he spent 30 million pounds on him as a left winger, and we still haven't played him there. Same with Doherty, we haven't played him at right wing back. The player we saw the, the position we signed him for, we haven't seen Session on the left wing. You can see him against Leeds because they're so, because you know they leave so much space. He should be back up for song, quite frankly. I still don't think he's going to do it at left wing back. Um, but but we'll see, you know, we'll see. Again, I keep saying it's a bit of a get out saying, you know, let's let's wait to for the next month, the next six weeks. But it's still, you know, it's one performance from the And as Bob said, it's a couple of games from Kulisewski. So let's just, uh, let's just take it easy for a while. But that goal was fantastic. The one they linked mm-hmm. up with. And Skip, you know, Winks did start it off, I should say. Winks did start yeah. it off. The space they gave him. I've never seen a team give a centre midfielder that much space. Uh, Winks. <laughs> but yeah, to be I, fair, I... he evaded a few challenges and got the ball through. But as Justice said, he had so much time to do it. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, it's, it was a good link up and I was very, very impressed with Cecily on the first the first 15 minutes. He was yeah.
0: fantastic. I, I've got a, a, one of my best mates. He's a Fulham fan. He said when we signed him, he's not a left, he's not a left back. He's a winger. But I, I thought as soon as Conte arrived, if he can stay fit and get in the team, he, he's our Victor Moses, uh, Cecilyon. So it remains to be seen, but like we've said, injuries are, are, are what's hampering him or have been hampering him. Hopefully that's behind him. A couple of comments. Avan says... Uh, in, in reply to uh, Ricky Vietti HFC, always so bad, embarrassed watching him play for us. I've got to gloat the moment up. I'm not sure who he's talking about there. Uh, he's
1: probably talking about Doherty, I would have thought.
0: Yeah, or possibly. Winks. Could be
1: yeah. either one
0: of those. Yeah, and uh, 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 Ricky said, uh, I know the feeling with Nielsen and Ericsson at first, always nice when it comes good. Uh, Simply Ace, uh, a couple of comments. Uh, you can only beat what's in front of you. you think session uh, on Doherty should be given a run as Reggie and Emerson have struggled this season. It also goes on to say that uh, Reggie has been a huge I think he's been all right. Um, I think, uh, I, he... do you know
2: what? I, I disagree. I think out of the wing-backs, he's certainly impressed the most this season.
0: Without now, last season, last season, he was good, wasn't he? Uh, I, I, I've, I've got yeah, to say, huh?
1: I, I, I've sort of bit my tongue a little bit, but I told me I'm, I'm disagreeing <laughs> with a couple of things here. The, the, the first one is Sessegnon, because the problem being is is that I think when you look at what Conte is trying to do there, I think that he can't be a left-winger anymore. I, I, I just look at if you're going down the route of him being a backup to, to, to Son, I think the problem that is, is that he will not play enough games. And I think if he can continue, and, and, and absolutely I agree with what Chris is saying and, and you are saying about the fact that his, his injury record hasn't been great since he's been here and he has to stay fit now for the remainder of the season if he is to prove. But I think what we are seeing is, you know, a, a, a real sort of a, a potential. I mean, he's 21 years old, you know, and a bit like what you were saying, Chris, about the whole Victor Moses thing. He, this is something that he could potentially build onto. He could grow into that role, and he's got the time to, to, to do it. Um, but the, the second thing, and I, and I was going to say it, but I thought I'd let you have for a moment. How on earth you can still be critical of Eric Dyer is unbelievable. <laughs> this is a guy who has shown oh. how bad we are in defence when he's not there. And since he's been back, we have looked more sustainable at the back. I'm sorry. I think I'm sorry. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm him and Romero are. Uh, you will find. And, and I and I was looking. If, if it was me, I think uh, Rob Magnoni. I mean, you 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 probably know more about him from from Syria. R in AC. He's Milan, good left centre
2: back. Yeah, he's good left-footed yeah, centre back.
1: I think I, I, my gut instinct would be that Tottenham will go all out for him as well because if you had him, Romero, and Dia, it would be a great signing. Madrid, that it would itself be gives a lot more stability at the back, you know, so I, I think that would be there. But yeah, I uh, I will say I'm sorry, but, you know, I, I, I don't believe the Virgil van Dier thing that goes around, but there is, there, <laughs> well, you know. Well, every <laughs> summer, every,
2: every summer, every summer is a top three to get out. By Spurs fans, Eric Dyer, and in the first six months, he's great. I can Every guarantee summer.
1: you this. I can guarantee you this. And people in the chat, you know, you can prove us wrong. If you had to pick three players that Tottenham were to sell, that you could get rid of, you can get rid of any three—not the ones on loan, but any of the three that are there now. Who would you get rid of? I will be stunned if any of them put Dyer, because straight away you got Dirty, you got Winks, you got Royale. Bang, there's three. I'm telling you now, Dyer will not be in the top three. It's um, but my take on Dyer. My,
2: my take on my take on Dyer isn't. Yeah, I mean, out of those out in the top three, he's my problem with him. He's been there for seven years. He gets in the team because he's been there for seven years. So a new manager can come in and say, "Well, look, he's of course he's going to be a big personality in the dressing room. Of course he's going to get first team straight away because he's been in the dressing room for seven years, where most players haven't." So new managers will come in and say, right, this Pochettino, his last six months couldn't get in the team. The Champions League running was nowhere to be seen, didn't get in the final. Josie Mourinho, last season, he was playing centre-back, centre-back, centre-back. We started making loads of errors, four or five games before Mason was in charge. Even Rodon got in in front of Dier, four or five games. And then this season, so since he's been back, so we look at Dier since he's been back. So, the two, I think it was the two Caramel Cup games against Chelsea. People were like, we need him back. We need him back. Well, it was Chelsea. We lost 3 0 with Dyer against Chelsea. We lost 3 0 Man United and Liverpool. But okay, he's, he's back in with Conte. So, it's a different situation. He comes back, Premier League game. We lose 2 0. Shocking. Him and Sanchez, shocking. Um, he gets injured again. We beat Leicester 3 2. We beat Brighton 3 1 without Dyer. We, okay, we lose to Wolves and Southampton without Dyer, right? We get. Dyer back in for Man City, we win. Burnley, we lose. Leeds, we win. <laughs> we should have conceded three or four on Saturday. Easily, we should have conceded three or four. You should have conceded I think, two. Yeah. I, so I, what
1: I would what I would say though is is that having somebody like Dyer in there creates a better shape. You you you've got to bear in mind that we uh, you know Tottenham as 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 a way that they are set up. Uh, I, I've not got the the money to go, and, and and I think that's the key part about all of it. When with my sort of feelings on Eric Dyer if you were to turn around and go out and say right we need to go and replace this guy and we're going to go and spend big money I think the problem is if Tottenham go and do that because let's not forget they've got to make Romero's deal permanent I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do so that's 50 million quid straight away that is coming out of this window so then you're looking at well if we then went and bought someone of that sort of similar ilk that's another 50 million quid you're then restricting yourself on what you can do elsewhere. And I think that's the whole point of where, um, you know, Tottenham are going to have to be clever. And and as I said, you know, with Rob Magnoli, Dyer and Romero, if that is your three, and for me personally, I I do not understand why he doesn't, but Joe Roden should be playing more, um, you know, but him is like the one that you would have and then get rid of Sanchez. That in itself, I think, in an ideal world maybe not have Dyer, but in terms of what Tottenham have available to them and how Daniel Levy is going to operate I think we have to accept that Dyer. one of the things I will say is Dyer makes Romero look better that that is the one thing I've seen with when, when Romero has played with um Sanchez or Davies without Dyer.
0: He he looks like a. That's because he plays. Eyes. That's because he plays in the middle, and he's not sued for a middle. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the, the thing.
1: One. Yeah, and that's, that's what the thing have where, where where you know if you got the guy from AC Milan and Romero in there, you've you, one of the things that Tottenham always really struggled with is putting square pegs in round holes. Whereas if you had those three, they all know their positions. They all know their jobs. All three of them, I think, would work very very well.
0: Yeah, uh, a couple of comments. Uh, uh Simply Ace regarding Reggion, uh, he's saying he's been a disappointment because he has world class talent and can do more. Uh, you could argue Kane was that at the start of the season. Uh, and then the comments for you, Justin is Dyer in the top three? No, uh, for Emerson, Winks, and Sanchez for Simply Ace, Dyer's number four. Uh, Shabina M, how you doing? Uh, Winks, Mora, and Sanchez And for Vine McFarlane It's Winks, Sanchez and Winks
1: uh... <laughs> I think he wants Winks out I've just got a feeling yeah, you don't
0: like uh, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure yeah, It's 50-50 for me uh, and Simply ace, Rodon is better than both Sanchez and Dyer, in my opinion um, But yeah, in, in terms Of the defence uh, Well, I, I thought Romero was superb Loris, again is. Uh, I, I don't know what's happened with him Three mistake, uh, mistaken three games straight. Uh, Romero, I thought oh, was superb. I, I, there's I thought... a problem
2: with Romero as well. I don't like to be, I don't like uh, to be the nasty guy, but I'll go back and watch the games. And uh, he was at fault for the Koch chance, he, he completely lost Koch. Um, was that
0: the, yeah, one wrong, the post? wrong side?
2: It was the wrong side of Cot in the first two minutes. It was a free header. To be fair, the oh, defensive okay. line was shocking. Set pieces, we, we, we are shocking. There's no organization, doesn't matter who's there. Uh, Koch went up for the header. If he didn't win the header, you had Aylin and another chap standing right in front of Dyer, not marked. So Koch should have scored. First two minutes, free header, completely free header. And Romero lost. He it. It was wrong side of him. He'd done it against me. He'd done it against me as well. Me beat him uh, to the ball uh, at Burnley, and they only got the winner. So he's got a... I love Romero. He's ultra-aggressive in the header, and he's a uh, ultra-aggressive on the ground. And I do agree with Justin in terms of having that central centre-back that sits... Gets the best out of Ramiro, 100, 100. But for me, the problem is, as you said, Ramiro as the main centre back was an issue against Wolves and Southampton because he's too aggressive. Dia for me is too defensive. He's too he he he's too deep. As we saw after 27 minutes against um, against Leeds, they hit the byline time and time and time again without risk of being offside. That's what happens when you play ultra deep. No risk of being offside. It was a matter of time before they scored sometimes. Somehow they didn't score. Dallas open goal, Rafinha post twice, Koch free header. Somehow they didn't score. They should have scored. It should have been like 6-4. We deserve to win the game or 8-4, something like that, because there were so many chances. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, it's one of those. We'll wait till the end of the season. it's been six and a half years and seven years with Dyer, but we'll we'll wait to the end of the season. And we'll, look, I hope he does well. I hope he performs. The fact of the matter is, we could get rid of three or four centre backs. We we really sort of do need to get rid of three or four centre backs because Rodon's Rodon's just not getting in the team. I don't know how to rate him because he doesn't play, and managers don't fancy him. So if managers don't fancy him, then you you think to yourself, well, there's got to be a problem there in training. He might might be bright and level. That's that's the thing with him. He might be same with Winksy, as you say brighton southampton type level player that's why he can't quite get in um so the back line is a problem for me the back line is still a very big problem and uh it's something we need to sort out the other positions i can see benton kirkulisevsky we know son and kane there's potential there there really is potential there um but the back the back line needs to change dramatically this season it's not the most romantic position it's not because they don't score goals they don't make assists you know, fans don't really, you know, say, oh, it's a great defensive but, line. But, look at this but, defensive line. It's brilliant. Yeah, but it's you not going to be something you look at. But You, you, um,
1: you say that, but big you look is. at Liverpool with Virgil van Dijk. You know, he's gone in there and that was 75 million quid and look yeah. what they've won with him. So I, I think ultimately centre-backs, yeah, OK, may, may not be the flashy, what's he one? But I think from Tottenham's perspective, if, if they can bring people in, that are going to improve. And that's what I've always found frustrating with Spurs is the fact of it's not it's not buying better. It's always buying the potential. It's not buying, right? This is a ready-made bang, he yeah. goes in, he makes us better. I think in you know, in January we bought two players who do that. So it will be interesting this summer where they go with that, because I don't think they can go down the potential route anymore.
2: And you, with Conte, it is a different matter with Conte. Mm. And people forget, it's not just Conte. You've got two world-class attackers, Kane and Son. People want to come. Players want to come and play with them. So it's a selling. Yeah. That's a selling aspect to, to a team as well. But we need to get up there. I don't think top four is going to happen. We need exactly. to get at least top six. We need to get at least top six. You know, the top players want to play in the Champions League. So um, it's it's, it's going to be tricky. It was essential to get into the top four But we've got Conte, we've got Kane and Son, and that is certainly a selling point. Uh, And we need, yeah, we need to change the brief from 20-year-olds who could be good in a year or two years' time, because that's not, that's just not working, is it?
0: What did you make as well of uh, Loris? I mean, he's made mistakes now in three games straight. I mean... I don't want to get into a situation that people should be having a go at players, but if that was Galini doing that, he'd be absolutely crucified. Yeah, it. and, and it, it's fair enough that Loris has got a, a, a what do you say, credit in the bank or whatever because of how he has played. But I mean, he did all the hard work on on uh, Saturday by coming out and sweeping up. Just get, just stick your foot through it. He's tried to pass it to whoever it was in front of him, and then uh, I think it's Cocker's read it and. and Brilliant challenge by Ben Davies, although cock, uh, having an allergic reaction to shooting on goal. Uh, and then that Lovitz, one was Dallas.
2: Uh, that one was Dallas, but oh, was uh, yeah, Dallas. still, yeah. he's got so to put yeah. that away. Got a, yeah, got you, to put you, that you, away. you, you
1: you've got to go, you hit that first time.
0: Apologies to Mister Cock there, <laughs> having a go at you for not shooting, <laughs> and it wasn't you. But Lovis could have easily got sent off because then after that, he's tried to use his hands to get the ball, and he could have easily got the ball sent off for that or clipped the player. Well. Yeah, I mean, people never mention doing? that.
2: But I thought but, that when he when he came out yeah, and he had I his hands well. to the side, yeah, nobody but, mentioned that on the commentary team. I was like, did I just uh, did did I just see that wrong or yeah, but, I don't know what was going you, on there, but yeah, he
0: did. But what do you make, stupid. Tommy, of all of these mistakes creeping in? There were two or three two or three in the uh, Wolves game, one in the city game for the first goal, and then this one that, that luckily didn't go in. But I mean why do you think the mistakes have crept back in? And how many more do you think he's allowed before people start going, well, do, do we need to get rid of him and get a new keeper in?
2: New contract. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's, it's awful to say, but since he signed the new contract, he literally has gone downhill. Um, do you think he's he's, uh, it's, it's, he's,
0: uh, look, he's taken his, uh, rested on his laurels a little bit? The first six contract, months, or...
2: the first six months this season is the best Lloris I've ever seen. And he's been here 10 years and he's been phenomenal for us. France, French captain, World Cup winning captain. Great, great goalkeeper. I don't think I don't I don't think um we should have given should him a two and a half year contract. I don't think we should give him a two and a half year contract. That was uh, give him a season and a half. So the rest of this season, the season, because he's 36 years old. You give him two and a half years. Sometimes sometimes you get your best out of yourself when you've got to fight. When there's competition, you've got to fight for yourself. Maybe that's happened. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's a coincidence but it seems like a little bit too much of a coincidence. The the fact of the matter is against Leeds, the line was all over the place again. Somehow he kept it clean. That's why he come out. Nobody knew what they were doing. That's why he come out there. He's got to take responsibility. The Wolves game, you can't put that on the defence. That was just, I don't know what he was trying there. That slap, punch... I don't know. But we lost the game, well, basically. Well, it was the Lewis. first
0: shot as well. He's palmed that straight out. Very similar to I Mendy in the, car- in the uh, final uh, uh, yesterday. But then he's uh, made an unbelievable second save. But, you know, <laughs> I, it was Jamie Redknapp in the commentary or punditry going, it's a good first save. It was a bollocks first save. He's put it straight back into the bloody middle again. Exactly what uh, Loris did against Wolves. He hasn't got away with it. Mendy has because he's got up and, and Marnay's missed a bit of a sitter. But... Um,
2: Phenomenal saves in the first six months of the season, though. He made some absolutely brilliant, top, top saves, Lloris. So it's weird that it's just, yeah, it's just sort of gone downhill. But hopefully it's just a little blip.
0: Yeah, and Simply Ace has said, uh, sin- making mistakes in signing his contract before that, very good. Uh, what do you make of him, Justin? And uh, why do you think these mistakes yeah. have crept in? And Because and, and, yeah, that, that two-year contract that Tommy talked about, the, the way that I read that when it was like he's he signed a two-year contract was... In a year's time, we'll get a new goalkeeper in who will be the number one, and he's going to be fighting with Loris to force him out uh, I make number one himself. But uh, uh, what do you make of the two-year contract and, and the mistakes that are creeping in? And again, same question that I asked, Tommy, how many more mistakes has he got before we start going, we need a new goalkeeper here? I uh, we, simply he said got... he's got no competition, which doesn't help. But he didn't have that at the start of the season either, really.
1: No, I, th- I I, think the difficulty is, is that, let's not forget, we've had him, he's been our keeper for 10 years and we've had these mistakes for 10 years. It's not, they're highlighted now because it's three games in a row that we've seen the mistakes, but we know that this is something that has been with him. But, you know, so I think it is a case of when you look at it over a season, throughout his time at Tottenham, there's always been a Lloris mistake, you know, not just one or two, but generally three, four, five or six. So it doesn't surprise me. And I think one of the things I do agree with what Tommy said there, which was the fact that he has had a good, um, you know, first half of the season. I don't believe it's to do with the contract. I think it is just a case of, you know, one of the things you do find is, you trust in your defence. If you trust the people in front of you, then you are more relaxed about what they can do. And 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 Tommy was right at times. The defence was a little bit all over the show, so he probably ha- didn't have the faith in them. But we got to remember. I don't think the two-year contract was given to him because we expect him to be at the top for the next two years. I think what we've done is we have come up with a transition period where the club will look for, and I think that's what they were trying to look at with Gallini. I think the whole point with Galini was to say, could he be the the replacement to Lloris? And he made it abundantly clear that the answer was no. You know, <laughs> I, I, I I think the fact that Tottenham in the summer will look at their options, I think they will possibly see if there is something to be done with Dean Henderson. I wouldn't be surprised that something... They wouldn't look at. I mean, I think if they could get him for maybe 20, 25 million, I think that would be good business. You know, I think, again, we have to look at Nick Pope. You know, there is an option there if you put Burnley go down. I think it only happens if Burnley go down, though, with him.
2: Um, Homegrown as well. We need to get the homegrown plays in. So a nice English keeper would be fantastic. English keeper would be fantastic. You've
1: got also Sam Johnson at West Brom, you know. um, So there are options there for homegrown younger goalkeepers that can come in, make the place their own and then eventually, you know, Lloris will then ride off into the sunset because I think at that point he'll be 38. So the deal wasn't so much done because the club, I hopefully weren't, you know, stupid enough to think we're just going to milk him for literally every point until his final game in two years and then maybe try and sign him up for another couple of years because he's had a a blinding couple of weeks. I'm hoping that the view was is that, you know, again, kind of going back to what I was saying with the likes of Dyer, with the likes of Sessignon, players that you know that you can sort of rel- usually rely on, save yourself some money that you can put somewhere else. So, but I think if there was a deal for Henderson to be done, I would love Henderson. Um, I would love um, either Sam Johnston or I would love Nick Pope. I think someone like that, as Tommy Riley said, you know, allows for the homegrown situation to be covered and would then mean that that transition away from Loris into one of them, I think, would work. And, you know, if we did get European football, then it would mean that that would, in effect, then become your international goalkeeper and cup competition goalkeeper, a bit like we saw with Liverpool with um, Kel-, Kel Heller, I think. it Heller, is, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we do see that that does work for the bigger clubs. So, it's something that Tottenham need to get better at doing.
0: Yeah. And uh, simply, Ace has said it to your point there, Justin. When Lawrence has Emerson, Sanchez, Dion Davies in front of him, that can make you capitals very nervous. And uh, Aaron has said uh, uh, his conversation with Vicky uh, uh, in, the, in the chat is all about their homegrown players. So he was talking about Doherty. <laughs> Uh, Gavin Bazunu can't stop plugging this lad. Only about twenty contract up, Super City Irish international. I love him. In what position does did you he see play him for at? the under twenty ones,
2: Aaron? Do you see him for the under twenty ones when you watch Ireland play? Is that what it is? He's, it's he's not first he's goal- team
1: for Ireland, No, is no, he? no. He is. He is first team. I think Gavin Bazunu. He's Ireland's he's first team. Yeah, he's, he's the goal. Uh, he's, yeah, goalkeeper, Irish number one. I think now. So, yeah, there news. He, you know, that is actually a good shout. Someone like yeah. him, if his contract is up, if it is up in, in goes the to your summer, point
0: earlier as well, Justin playing,
2: playing, playing devil's three, advocate here, playing devil advocates here. Troy yeah. Parrott's their first team striker, first,
0: first choice goalie, first, <laughs> <goalies. laughs>
2: first choice strikers as well at the moment. Ireland, <laughs> how how the mighty have fallen because Ireland, once upon a time, were absolutely magnificent. Robbie Keane, Roy Keane. Oh my god, they had some unbelievable talent back there. Unbelievable talent back then. Yes, yeah, Staunton left back. Yes, yeah.
0: even Noel Quinn. Well.
2: Noel Quinn with Keane. Noel Quinn yeah. with Keane. I'm trying to think. Center Richard Dunn was all right. Center back as well. He's yeah. actually a
0: solid yeah. center back. Richard Dunn. All, all team. All teams go through their cycles, don't they? And you know, we But no, I, I a... do agree with what
1: Aaron is saying. basunu would actually yeah. be uh, a good shout, and if they can get him at a cheap price that then would actually then go alongside Larice for the two years and say, right, yeah. now make this decision your own. Yeah. I <laughs> Sorry, Aaron, mate. I'm sure it'll come, it'll come
2: round full swing. It'll come round full swing, like Liverpool. Like Liverpool, yeah. they had a horrible 15 years or so. It'll come round. You've probably yeah. got to wait a decade, but...
1: When yeah. does ours come <laughs> round then? If you've got to wait a decade, <laughs> we've been waiting. With well, we've,
0: we've, been
2: to... waiting,
1: we've been waiting. We've been more oh. than a decade, to be fair.
2: <laughs> well, that fifteen sixteen thing, that fifteen sixteen thing that was oh, happening, days. was the first time that ever happened in my lifetime. But yeah, we don't want to replicate that and still not win anything, do we? <laughs> we exactly. got to start winning things. You yes. got to start winning things. It starts well, tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you we yeah. You've segued lovely there, Tommy. You're doing oh, my job perfect, for me. Man. I, knew that, I
2: uh, knew that was coming.
0: Middlesbrough lineup and prediction. So obviously we've got an FA Cup game tomorrow. Uh, Gone are the days that FA Cup games are now at the weekend because of all the fixture congestion. But uh, so we played Saturday lunchtime, we play tomorrow evening, and then we play on Monday. So, I mean, Tommy, me this is a perfect chance. You could literally play the same team for three games straight. Can you almost, or was it Saturday, Sunday, Manager? Three and a half days off, three and three quarter days off after the Leeds game, which, to be fair, was a fairly easy game. We didn't have to do too much, certainly in that second half. And then we got uh, Tuesday to Monday, six days off before the Everton game. So what what do you make of the lineup? Do you think it will be exactly the same team because of those uh, gaps? Uh, It's not like uh, you played on a Sunday or, or Saturday evening and then you play on the Tuesday again. Uh, what do you think the lineup will be? Do you think we'll make any tweaks or changes, or do you think it'll be as close to the 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 Leeds uh, first eleven as he can? I'm,
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to think about this. I think we're certain the formation's going to be the same because we know we're going to play three at the back, and we know we only have two centre midfielders fit, so we're only going to play uh, two centre midfielders. So it has to be a 3-4-3. So it'll certainly be Winks and Hojbjerg. You'd imagine a, maybe. You know, if it was a third round or something like that, maybe you could play Harvey White. But this is to get into the quarterfinals. So we still got to go pretty strong. We still got to go strong. So I think Hoybier links in a Central
0: banana skin as well. Middlesbrough will be bang up for this. I mean, the they beat Man United. Some... Yeah, they'll be bang yeah. up for... at Old Trafford as well. They'll be bang up for this. And we've got really This is a Chris Wilder game. team.
2: This is a Chris Wilder team doing well in the championship. They're no mugs. They really are no yeah. mugs. So you've got to go strong. You've got to go strong. Yeah. Centre backs. I'd probably keep it the same. I'll probably keep it the same. Just to keep, yeah, just to keep the uh form going. As you said, I don't think it was great defensively on the weekend, but we kept a clean sheet. And hopefully, you know, the, the players can get confident from that. So um I so I would I would I would play Reggie, definitely. The back line, I'll definitely put Reggie in for this game because uh, Cessnyon gets injured a lot as well. So two games in three days, I don't think would be good for him. And Re- Reggie's been our best wing back this season. He hasn't been great, but he's still been our best wing back. Doesn't say a great deal, you know, when you've got Emerson, <laughs> when you've got Emerson Doherty, and Sess, who hasn't played, quite frankly. But he, for me, he has been pretty good. So he comes back in for me, uh, coming back from injury. Doherty starts because I can't stand Emerson. And then uh you've got <laughs> Son and Kane, Kane have his to start.
0: Fan. So, Every time I've been on a stream with you, you're full of praise for the guy. It
2: hurts to say dire starts. <laughs> Trust me. It hurts to say dire starts. But I think, yeah, quite, we've got to start him because he's the only centre back that will that we'll cover. He's the only one that will sit back. Um, but yeah, so I'd keep the back free. Uh, up top, Kane and Son have to play. They have to play. I'd put Lucas in. I'll put Lucas in for Kulusevski just for Bor- Borough. If it was a Premier League game, I'd go back to Kulusevski just for Borough. I'd, I'd put him in because Kulisevsky, four games in, in in nine days as well. He's still only 21. I don't want to lose him. I don't want to lose him to to injury. Uh, but it's a good point you make. We haven't got City, uh, Everton for another six days after this. So it, it's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But young boys like Sess and Kulisevsky, getting get too many games, you could get injured. And that, there's a problem there. So Reggie, Reggie and Lucas in, that's where I'd go, I think. They're the two changes I'd make.
0: I'd I'd be playing as close to that Leeds eleven that I, that we can just for confidence' sake. Certainly, Sessignon and Redge is a tricky one, but I, I'd probably lean with Sessignon's used to playing like teams like Middlesbrough because of when he was at Fulham, uh, Wolves with Doherty. I know it was a long, long time ago, uh, but just for their confidence, you know, just to show that if you do perform, you've got a chance of staying in the team. Uh, so so I, I'd, I'd try and pick as close to the uh, first 11 as I can. And Kulisevsky, I mean, you can play anybody. If you're worried about injuries, you don't play Kane or Son. Uh, and Kulisevsky, introduction to English football. You know, a good old-fashioned cup tie, you know, a, a, a lower league team who will be up for it, potential banana skin, showing what it's all about. But, uh, Justin, for you, the lineup. Same. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't make any changes.
1: I, w- I would stick exactly as it is. I think what we've got to be looking at here is how important this game is and how important what Conte is trying to achieve. And when we look at, you know, particularly the likes, and, and I get what Tommy is saying about uh, Sessignon, but the thing for me is, is that this is a test for him you know we can't sit there anymore and say right we'll wrap him in cotton wool and we won't put him in because he might get injured no he he has to play if if this is the left wing back that conte wants then he has excuse me he has to play um i i personally think you know no changes need to be made you know we go for that for go for this if this is what he believes is the starting 11 we've got we've got till monday till the next game against everton you know, we need to go out there all guns blazing and get into the quarterfinals because that is so important. It's a, it is an opportunity. Yes, we haven't come a, you know, up against any of the big boys just yet, but Middlesbrough, they turned over, as you said, Man United, Old Trafford. So it's not going to be easy. We know it's going to be a tough game. So I personally think go with the same team. If it's not working, then make the changes. But we're not stable enough that, or good enough But we can say, actually, we'll bring in, um, you know, Roden or we'll bring in and things like that. We, you know, we have to almost sit there and think, um, you know, this is what we've got to go for. And uh, we've got to get ourselves in the quarterfinals. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, uh, simply, I, I I agree. Simply, I said same formation: Bergvine for Kulu, Reggie for session I mean, there is an element of uh, keeping everybody happy, but yeah, for me, just confidence' sake, I'll be keeping the same. For me, that's
2: for me, easy. Reggie's a much better. Forget injuries. For me, Reggie's a much better left wing back than Cesson. anyway, if I'm being perfectly honest, that's you know that's that's how I see it. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, Cesson can do something.
0: Yeah, we've got a question from Jay Ashraf. I'll read it out, but we'll we'll definitely come back to this after Middlesbrough. Uh, Just looking ahead, do we keep the same lineup as Leeds game for the Everton game too? Can we break Everton down? We'll we'll definitely come back to that. I'll bring that back up in a bit. But uh, for for the Middlesbrough game, Tommy, I mean, I would be... There's more chance of me winning every single lottery uh, for the rest of the year, I think, than uh, Middlesbrough being as open as Leeds were. I think we're in for a real. I, I, it will be Burnley esque, I think, and they'll be their fans will be bang up for it. It's a chance to get into a court. Well, that's a problem. Another, if it's Burnley esque,
2: then that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So
0: uh, I say it every every preview I do on here, I say it every bloody time, first 50 50-50, knock someone up in the air and and show them they're in for a game because they they no make no mistake, they're going to show us that they're up for a game and that'll get their crowd up. And then our our job in that first 10 minutes is shutting that crowd up because their crowd will be bang up for it. That will translate to the players. So you shut them up by going into them, showing them in for a game and having a few chances yourselves. Or if you can't do that, just cutting out their, their chances. But how, how do you see the game going? Do you think it will be a a really scrappy one? Or I'd be absolutely amazed. Like I say, if it's going to be as open as, um, uh, 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 Leeds and, and Kane and Son have the freedom of the Riverside to go and do their stuff. But how, how do you see the game going?
2: Myself, me, you're coming to yeah, me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, so I think the first 20, 30 minutes in games are so, so important for Spurs right now. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a cliche to say, oh, the first go is key. But I think the first 20, 30 minutes in general, if we don't score in the first 20, uh, 30 minutes, our mentality is quite weak. And it's like the world is on our shoulders. You can see it in the players' faces. And if it's against Middlesbrough away, you know, not an easy place to go with a Chris Wilder Wilder team. You talk about 50-50s, they're gonna put their foot in. Wilder is that sort of manager. You like you can't, you don't get in the team. And if you're not putting your foot in, in one challenge, he'll take you off. It doesn't care who will take you off. So it will be that will be a tough game away from home. Um <laughs> I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not confident. I'm not even. I'm, I'm not confident because we come off for free It's only three days since the last game, and it was Leeds, and we lost to Burnley this time last week. Uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be a tricky, tricky game. If we think we're going to win three or four nil, it's not happening. We'll win. We'll win by one go at the best. Me well, Marlon was on my stream last <laughs> night. No,
0: comments for one in a minute. Marlon was on my stream last night,
2: and everyone said win, and Marlon just said exactly what I wanted to say as the host, but I wasn't going to say it. It was like it's going to go one-one. It's going to be one-one in extra time. We'll nick it. That's what I think is going to happen. One-one <laughs> one, extra time. We'll nick it. Um, but if that does happen, it's not, not the it's end not of the world. It's not going to be 2 3 0 No, it don't matter. As long it, as you yeah, get there. But-
0: no, but well, as well as the fact that it's six days until the next game, if this was a Wednesday and then our next game's on the Saturday, you don't want extra time. It doesn't really matter in this one. Just get the job done. And, and they mm. beat Man United at Old Trafford. So, yeah, it's, it's not going to be an easy game at all. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if it's it, like Marlon said, extra time, score draw. Or or the one nil. It's gonna be
2: so different. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the opposite of the Leeds game in terms of how the opposition set up, and that's that's a problem, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't think there'll be more than two goals in the actual game. Uh, But Justin, how how do you see the game going? Uh, uh, Pretty much similar to I. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll
1: be scrappy. Mm -hmm. But what I do think, and we, you know, hopefully we're starting to see more and more of now, is when Kane is dropping deep, Son and Kuliszewski go forward. You know, that, that is, that yeah, we haven't got that playmaker to do it. Kane is that playmaker. So if he drops deep, they need to go forward because what that then does is it creates uncertainty in the in the Middlesbrough back line. It creates uncertainty about what is going to happen. Does Kane go forward? Do we pass the ball on to him? You know, are, are, is he dropping deep because people are going to go forward? I think the problem that we had in the Burnley game is he was dropping deep and everyone else was dropping deep. So there was nobody out there to pass it to.
0: So apart, I do apart, think, from em- apart from Emerson. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, people, we'll, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll move on from that. But
1: from, from my <laughs> aspect, if if we're going to make it work, then we need to see more of the variety. That's the key for me, the variety of not just being Kane up top or not just mm. being Kane dropping deep. It's either if Kane's dropping deep, other people are going on ahead of him or vice versa. That is when Tottenham works best. If we do that, we'll win cut two nil, I don't think it'll be a problem. But if we all drop deep and we don't go as a unit in terms of what we need to do, it could get scrappy and absolutely could go to extra time.
0: Yeah, it was simply Ace has predicted. Middlesbrough well, keep it tight, sit back, and give us the ball. <laughs> He's also predicted if we lose, Conte will go potty. Uh, go but yeah, uh, uh, predictions, Tommy. Uh, in terms of uh, scoreline, I'm not going to do a prediction. I'm a coward. I don't do that on here, and it's my show, so I don't need to. Uh, but yeah, I, as, I said, to do it, but, uh, as I said, as I said,
2: one-one. It's, it's going to be one-one. Extra time, we'll we'll nick it two-one. Hopefully, Kane scores because it will keep his uh, it will keep his run going. And uh, it gets Everton and all the games after that. As a, So we've we played 24 games now, I think. 24 or 25. Uh, so, yeah, we need to Kane to keep bouncing. We know he's going to play every game. So, you know, get a go against Borough. Go through. Get a couple against Everton. Relegate Everton. The, the delhi Alley hitching derby, as we, we're going to call it for, for Everton. <laughs> relegate them. So, um, but you know, first of all, Borough, we should get through. But I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm scared.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm scared. Jens said 2 1 Spurs. And one thing on Kane in the Leeds one, which I I, I meant to say, but I didn't. His goal, very reminiscent against Leeds, this is very reminiscent of uh, Ronaldo's goal against us in El Sacchio 1. Uh, where oh, yes, a yeah. lot of strikers would take their eyes off the ball because they think the defender's going to get it, but it's just eyes on the ball. This ball is going to come to me and then I'm going to finish it. Absolutely superb. And that's Kane back to his best. Uh, If he can carry on doing that, brilliant pass from Hoiberg as well. Although he did have the space of Ellen Road to be able to do that. Uh, Simply ace, 3-1 to Tottenham. We've scored a second and third goal in extra time. So that's one all, and then 3-1 in extra time. Uh, Justin? 2-0. I I, I sit there
1: and I think... In normal time? In normal time. I think that Tottenham, if they can get that play that I said working, 2-0.
0: Excellent. Well, ho- hopefully we can win. I'm going to the pub. I need alcohol for this one. I mean, and <laughs> I save as city. And that didn't work out too badly for me. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and yeah, just before we go, I just promised, uh, Jay Ashraf this, Looking ahead, do we keep the same lineup as Leeds for the Leeds game that we had for the Everton game too? Can we break Everton down? I think we can because Lampard attacks and Everton need the points. Uh, Burn- Burnley have games in hand, although Everton do as well. But Burnley, you, you know, Burnley's, Burnley's season ain't going to be defined and they're not going to go down defined on whether they win or lose to Tottenham so they could afford to, to step back. And, and Everton see themselves as a big club as well. So I, I I don't think their fans would like us to sit back. Lampard isn't that kind of manager. He's got players to attack. But Justin, uh, in, in terms of yeah, that question, I mean, same line-up me. and can we break same. it down?
1: Yeah, I do. and Because, I mean, I saw them against City and they weren't too bad. But as you said, they didn't sit back. They didn't play dirty football. They tried to, you know, take the game to them. And I think they've got mistakes in their back line in terms of Michael Keener. You know, his his decline has been, been spectacular. So, yeah, I think if we do the same as we did against Leeds, against City, we should win it no problem at all.
0: Yeah, and uh, Tommy, for you, uh, same lineup as Leeds, and can we break them down? I mean, it's got Delhi Alley goal written all over it. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet, but uh, yeah, same lineup for you, and can we break them down?
2: Well, it depends if you go with the same same lineup against Borough and lose to Borough. Because if you go with go the same lineup to Borough and lose to Borough, then it's all going to change again. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky, it's tricky. But I would like to keep yeah the, the Premier League team together. That's, that's what I, you know, we beat Leeds. He, you might have one or two changes against Barra. Then you keep the Premier League team together. But we just don't know after Barra that would, things will change dramatically if we lose that game. But um, Everton is 17th now, which is they mind-boggling. It's
0: terrible, isn't
2: it? 17th. And that's why I that mentioned relegation. Crazy. I wasn't being satirical. When I mentioned re- relegation, I wasn't being satirical. They're in a relegation battle. They really are. Yeah. But as, as yourself and Justin say, they'll come at you in that – for that reason alone, they'll they'll probably come at you. Burnley won't because they're supposed to be a relegation for the team. So if they get relegated, it's not going to be that that surprising. They know how to set up under dice. Everton it's going to be very surprised. Very surprising they're down there. And Lampard only knows how to play one way. So um that's the sort of team you want to play. So yeah. I'm going to the game as well. First one sits yeah, number night. I, I in am
0: too as well. Game. Yeah. We've
2: got to catch up because yeah, oh, we need to, we need, we got to win that, man. We got we got to win that at home. I haven't been to a game since the Man United lost when uh, Nuno got sacked. I haven't been to a Conte game. I haven't been to a Conte game. Oh wow! I was supposed to go to North London derby, but it got rescheduled. Still hasn't been rescheduled.
0: So uh, um, that, that, yeah. that'll be like last day of the season or something. That'll, that'll, that'll be, be amazing, game, top, wouldn't it? Imagine
2: season. to get into the top four. Imagine to get into the top four <laughs> last day of the season.
0: Yeah, and uh, Jens has said, uh, "Manx versus Scousers always raise their game. We should do them." Uh, yeah, I, I'd be. The next two games, I well, I'd be upset anyway. But I'd, I'd be particularly upset if we lost the next two games because they're winnable games. Certainly after the Leeds game, regardless of how Leeds played, regardless of how terrible Leeds were, it's got to give you confidence. Of, you know, seeing those passes and playing those passes. I mean, that the pass from Kane to Sun at the end. I mean, it would not surprise me if Sun said, "I just ran and didn't look, and then the ball suddenly hit my foot." Uh, the, the Telepathy they've kind of got, but. Yeah, so but with uh, T certainly and Cessna, I think that will do their confidence no end of good. Uh, simply ace for the uh, um, middle of game, two 0 Everton, Kulu and Kane. So I hope you're right there. I hope you're right. Uh, but we pretty much reached the end. A lot, a lot that we've talked about. Uh, it's very odd, isn't it, that most of it is a positive talk this <laughs> this season specifically. A lot of the talk has been negative. But uh, Justin, thanks so much for coming on. No, it's uh, been a
1: pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Uh, no problem. Anytime. And I know you're you're regularly on all things Tottenham. So uh, that that is in the description, is in the chat, uh, along with uh, yours yourself, uh, Tommy's channel, and Tommy's uh, Twitter handle. But yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, where can they find all things Tottenham?
1: Yeah, so basically it's on all to, all major to platforms. So a bit like here, it, as I said, um you, we're on YouTube, we're on, um, you know, you can listen to the pod, you can listen to it on a podcast. You know, it's all out there. And then I said, you know, give us a follow, and if you've got any questions or any sort of debates you want to have. You know, as I said, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm, all, I'm regularly on Tommy's show. I think he's getting sick to the back teeth of seeing me, but uh, <laughs> you know, um, only you know. when you
0: disagree with his point about I, it, only, I, I don't think I'll be. I, I, I'm sure I'll get everyone his job everyone to
2: disagrees with me on dire. So <laughs> I always have to fight my corner. I always have to fight. No, my corner when comes to the but fire. yeah,
1: no. I, I, I said I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Twitter. So yeah, give us a follow. My 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 hashtags there or my apps there so yeah give us a follow but yeah as said on most uh streaming platforms on youtube so yeah give us a shout and i said i'm more than happy to come on here and tommy's when i get a chance to do so so again thank you for having me on
0: oh no problem you're, you're very welcome my pleasure and tommy uh tommy talks ball where can people find that people who don't know
2: yeah cheers man um yeah thanks for thanks for having me i've done a lot of streams with justin and yourself now you know you've been on my streams and, and stuff like that so um yeah, cheers for having me. And as my, uh, oh, my handles pleasure. suggest, there, uh, Tommy Talks Ball. Follow me on Twitter if you haven't already, and and my channel there. You can just uh, you can just uh, hit the link and subscribe. Earlier on today, well, literally about half an hour before um, uh, I came on this stream, that's why I was a little bit late. I, I'd done a stream looking at the Leeds game in uh, in detail. Uh, quite a few of the people that are already in the chat watched that. So if you if you haven't watched that, watch that because it's uh, it was supposed to be nine pictures of uh, arrows it turned out to be 40 because there was about 40 chances for each team so it went on for a lot longer than it should have but if you haven't yeah just just check it out but before you do any of that let's get let's get to 200 subscribers how many are you eh? uh
0: eight now 192
2: eight. I, I know for a fact people watch and they don't hit the subscribe button and they keep watching the show so it doesn't make sense hit that subscribe it's completely free and uh yeah let's we need to get Chris to 200 he more than deserves it it's, it's, it's a great channel so uh, thanks really for having me it. and uh yeah great stream, great oh, stream. no problem
0: uh, uh, thanks so much for both of you uh welcome anytime and uh yeah very odd to, to be doing a positive stream uh, cheers aaron cheers everybody in the chat for uh, getting involved and watching as well please hit the like please hit the subscribe then go into the uh, description go to all things tottenham go to tommy talks ball do the same thing there hit the subscribe and go and watch videos and hit the like uh yeah, I won't be here on Monday because I'm going to the Everton game as well. Uh, I f- completely forgot about it. I was trying to get people on the stream for Monday and I went, It's Everton. Went, oh, yeah, I'm not around. <laughs> um, but yeah, be back here on Friday. A review of the uh, Middlesbrough game, hopefully a positive one and a more in depth preview of the Everton one. And uh, yeah, we need to start getting on a run now. You know, Burnley blip was terrible. Brilliant result against City. Terrible. Follow up against uh, Burnley, but at least we won the next game, so you, at least we didn't lose two in a row again. Now we need to win the next two games: cup game, league game. And really try and uh, you know. I'm still not going to go that we're in a top four race because every time I say it, they disappoint me and uh, depress me, and then prove me wrong. So I'm not going to say it. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can get the win in the cup. We don't want a banana skin and a, a giant killing, and then you know all of that to go against us. So hopefully we can win that comfortably as well. No extra time. Get a few more bit more confidence. A few more goals for the right people. Clean sheet as well. And then roll on for Everton. So until then, until Friday. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube, add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at LTalk Tottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8 p.m., Fridays, half 12 UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!